Hello, hello. Thank you for joining me here on Choosing You with myself, Tanya Ray, on today. I hope to find you well. Hope to find you blessed. Come in, come on in and join us on this wonderful, powerful topic on tonight. We're going to be talking about broken but not destroyed. I have with me two powerful women of God on tonight, two awesome women of God that have accepted the invitation to come on with me and discuss this topic. So I would like to introduce you all, Evangelist Elayla Chandler McGee. Hi, Layla. How are you? Hi. <laughs> and then we have again with me for the third time, Apostle Pastor Patricia Ward. Hello, Pastor Ward. How you doing? Hello. Hello. Amen. Hello, ladies. Hello. So we're going to go ahead and get started on our topic on tonight about broken but not destroyed. I have a scripture that I want to use. Um, before we get started, and that's 2 Corinthians 4 and 9 from the King James Version, and it says, we are persecuted, but we are not forsaken. We are cast down, but we are not defeated. In times of trouble, God is with us, and when we are knocked down, we get up again. Amen? So Amen. to be persecuted against means that someone has been treated cruelly, or unfairly, especially because of race or religion or political beliefs. The biblical meaning to being persecuted is because of their, you know, when a person is being uh, persecuted because of their belief in the Lord Jesus Christ. So to be cast out is to be brought down by abusive criticism, to lower someone's spirit, to, to, to demoralize them and cause them to lose confidence or hope within themselves. So to be broken and not destroyed, as Paul would say, we are afflicted in every way, but we are not driven to despair. We Come are on. not forsaken. So Amen. at this point, I would like to add that we have a choice. I want mm. you to understand that we have a choice in life either to stay in a broken state or be healed. It is, it is the power of our belief, whether you, whether you can believe that you are healed and see yourself healed and walk in it. So when it comes to cho choosing you again, you have to no longer see yourself in the state of being broken. You Correct. must believe in the healing power of God and choose to walk in healing and deliverance from your past choosing to overcome any challenges that you have faced in your life. You know, and the thing about it is each of us have come from various backgrounds and upbringings that have shaped our characters and struggles. We have been broken by others and, and broken, you know, broken at our core, at our core being. So, but we must all understand that God has chosen to use our brokenness. Yes. God can do a mighty work with our brokenness because there yeah. are people who have been broken emotionally and spiritually. This can mean a lot of things when you've been broken emotionally and spiritually, whether broken from a divorce or being violated, crushed by grief. But we must, we must understand that the Bible scripture tells us in Psalms 34 and 7 that the Lord is close to the brokenhearted and save yeah. those who are crushed in spirit. Amen? Yes. So Amen. Broken, 
Brokenness is a state of strong emotional pain that stops someone from living a normal, healthy life. But yes. the scripture tells us in Romans 8, 28 through 31, that there is beauty in our brokenness. Yes. And Psalms 147, 3 tells us that the Lord heals a brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Yes. So, and then I have one more scripture that says Psalms 129 and 2 says, many a times they have greatly oppressed me from my youth, but they have not gained victory over me. Come on. Amen. So I want to encourage others today and my, also my guests and let you all know that to hold on to the promise and the truth that you are not destroyed. You may have been persecuted, but you are not abandoned. You may have Amen. been struck down, but you are not destroyed. So today, ladies, today, ladies, our discussion today is about overcoming abuse, being broken, and experiencing brokenness. Yes. So before we begin, you know, I would like to give my guests a chance to tell you a little bit before about themselves before we go forward in, in our topic on tonight. So I want to start with um, Evangelist Elayla on tonight. You know, share a little bit about you and who you are. Okay. Um, I'm Elayla McGee. Um, I go to New Hope Christian Center. I have a, I'm over to Sunday school, um, but my ministry is really for people that are broken um, mentally, um, also emotionally, it's for women itself. Um, I teach in um, nursing home classes. Um, the nursing home is not to the elderly, but those that are placed there due to mental situations and um, circumstances in their life. Um, I also, uh, my future or my endeavor that I'm working on now is to get into McNeil Hospital um, to teach um, on the psych ward. Mm -hmm. um, to those who are, are hopeless mm -hmm. um, and feel like they don't have a reason to lie, to live. And I'm, I'm going there because I know that God has something for them and mm -hmm. God wants them to live. He says that uh, you should live and not die and declare his glory, Psalms 118 and 17. Mm -hmm. and, and I want to give that word to them. Um, my saying from my life is, I am an overcomer. I'm not a survivor, but an overcomer. My identity is not in anything that I've been through or anything that I shall go through, but my identity is in who Christ has called me to be. Amen. And pass the word. Amen. Praise God. I am Pastor Ward. I, um, I am a mother of eight children, 14 grands, two greats. And um, I just, you know, have been broken and I just wanted to tell my story that way that I can heal someone that has went through the same thing or, you know, worse than I have, you know, to let them know that it's okay to voice yes. your opinion and, and, and talk about what you went, went through because when you talk about the things that you went through, you're going to begin to heal yourself. Mm -hmm. And so um, I have been doing my outreach ministry tomorrow. I will be helping feed the homeless tomorrow. Mm -hmm. um, so I know that there are some other things that God wants me to do, you know, working with women as well. But I just, you know, I'm just, I'm just me. 
you know, I'm just trying to be me and do the things that God has called me to do. You know, I'm not trying to be like anybody else. I just want to be who God has called me to be, you know, to just be loving and kind and, and, and show, show um, love towards one another. And as we show love, you know, we're going to bring those that's going to come, you know, that's going to feel less love. Mm-hmm. We're going to give them that back. So, you know, I am just, you know, a person that went through some things as I was young, experienced a lot of things, but uh, what had broke me, God had healed me from that because he, he loved me so much. He loved me so much that he wrapped me in his loving arms every night and every day that I can rise and tell the Lord, thank you for blessing me to be here another day. You know, I can be able to do the things that God has called me to do, which is to speak, to encourage people, to let them know that God is real. Yes. Mm-hmm. God is real. Mm-hmm. And he loves every one of us. So, you know, and, and we're just here to tell our story, to speak yes. our life to those that, you know, may feel that they cannot voice their opinion. Mm-hmm. They're crying on the inside, but now it's time yeah. to, wipe their tears and begin to, you know, let it out mm-hmm. and heal. Mm-hmm. So Ray, though, Ray, I am, I'm also a life coach. I'm a licensed pastor. Um, I also am the overseer of a women's ministry by the name of Fearfully One If We Made Woman Arise Ministry, where I have held several conferences in the city of Chicago, I am an advocate for women empowerment. You know, I I love to empower women and I do this from, you know, the experiences that God has allowed me to triumph from and to overcome. So I want to use my experiences and how God has allowed me to overcome to impact the lives of others and help them to overcome and be inspired to come out of what they've been in and to uplift their spirits and to get to really know who they are and to fully step into their full potential into their full yeah. God potential yeah. and you know and walk in it and just be and teach them how to be healed and be whole. Yeah. So on tonight, ladies, and thank you for telling you know our our listeners of who you are on tonight. So we're going to go ahead and get started. So I want to start off with talking about um, abuse and neglect, because neglect is a form of abuse, and abuse can also mean emotional abuse. Mm -hmm. So emotional abuse is a way to control another person by using emotions to criticize, embarrass, shame, manipulate another person, even to shame them. It can be verbal aggression, intimidation, and humiliation. It is a pattern of behavior that aims to diminish another person's sense of identity, their dignity, and their self-worth. So I will share what some of these behaviors look like later on in this episode. But the one thing about it is most people do not realize that they are experiencing emotional abuse, or they they may be the emotional abuser. You know, mm-hmm. someone, um, an emotional abuser is someone because it's, I mean, it's something that is gradual that they don't realize it's happening to them. <laughs> or, you you know, the abuser 
uh, until the abuser, the person that's doing the abusing becomes self-aware of their actions and their mm-hmm. behavior. So the other thing, or the one that's being abused, um, that's being emotionally abused, sees it as a, rep- you know, until they see it as a repetitive thing, you know, and when I talk about being a repetitive thing is, is something that continues to happen in them to them by the same person. Or mm-hmm. you can see it happen from one person or, you know, the same behavior through different people. So that's how you, one way of recognize that this is a form of emotional abuse that, I mean, and I can say that the enemy has set out towards you because the enemy doesn't want you to be who who you are and all that you can be. So he, you know, and he, the, you know, it's feel, it causes people to feel some type of way about you where they, they try to emotionally abuse you. So on tonight, I just want to talk from the standpoint, um, start off with talking about abuse and neglect. So I wanted to allow my um, guests to chime in on it and speak from it from, from their point of view. I don't know who wants to go first, but you know, whichever lady, you ladies want to go first and go ahead and start chiming in on, on this topic. Okay, I'll do it. Um, abuse um, really is a form of control. We were talking about that earlier today. Um, abuse, um, the main point of abuse is control. I don't care what kind of abuse it is. It can be emotional, physical, sexual, you know, financial, whatever kind of abuse it's, it's to put you in control and to make you feel less than what you really are. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember um, just from my point of view, because I have been, um abused in every way that can be and i'm glad to say i'm free thank you jesus for that but um i i was just thinking about because she was talking about emotional abuse and mm-hmm. intimidation and i was thinking about like with my husband mm-hmm. uh, my uh, my ex-husband one thing that my ex-husband used to do was he would do things he would do it to me do things to me and then he would say it was my fault. Yes. Mm. Caused this thing to happen. Or, you know, or he would say something like, he'll call me out of my name and then he'll tell me, well, that's how you act. You get what I mean? Mm. Yeah. And uh, and it was all a form to break me down mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that I would not know who I am in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. But all in the form to make me conform to what he wanted, mm-hmm. to believe what wanted me to believe about myself so that he can have total control over me mm-hmm. um with the physical and sexual abuse that's um how it was but mm-hmm. i thank god that be, through his word i learned that listen nobody has control over me mm-hmm. like you said earlier, right. it's my decision to stay in that yeah and it was my decision to stay in that because i had been abused since i was five years old mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and i didn't know anything but to be silent. I didn't know anything else how to handle it. So I just took it in. I thought that was a form of love, actually. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I thought that was mm. normal, a form of love. You know, if they didn't hurt me, they didn't love me. Mm-hmm. And I want to say that, you know, when you said that he was blaming you for everything and saying that it's your fault that this happened, you know, that he was whatever if it was physically mentally or emotionally abusing you that's a sign of that that is one of the signs of emotional abuse where they yeah. the, the abuser 
blame things on you for why things happen, right? Mm -hmm. And the other thing that before we move forward, um, Pastor Ward, um, the other thing is about an emotional abuser. You know, then we have to realize, uh, talk about broken people. You know what I'm yes. saying? Yes. <laughs> broken people, are, you know, they say hurt people hurt people. So you got to realize right. these people that an emotional abuse, abusive type of person, they've been hurt before. So they desire to hurt others because yes. they've been hurt or they're still in that state of being hurt. And so what they do is they project they hurt out on you. Correct. You, you know, I, I just I just want to say, you know, it seems like you say you five. I say five. And it's for me, it started three and five and up. And speaking to someone speaking on my life, it says that it started before then. Mm -hmm. and, and so, you know, sometimes we go through this, this form of a, a control, people trying to uh, abuse us by uh, the words or controlling thoughts and things like that, mm -hmm. Let telling you that you're not good, you're not perfect, you're stupid, you're an idiot, and things like that. Mm -hmm. And when you go through things like that, you begin to believe those things. Some come on. Believe those things. Mm -hmm. And so you it's like you got to change your way of thinking. You know, I'm not like that. I'm not stupid. Yeah. I am wonderfully made. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it, and it's not my fault. And sometimes people hurt us mm -hmm. because they have been hurt in their life. Mm -hmm. And they have not had no one to come to them and 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 show them love or, or be able to talk about what they had experienced in their life because they still hurting on the inside and they don't know how to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And yeah. so reason why they don't know how to talk about it. So they blame you. Yeah, mm -hmm. they accuse you. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. they do they do things to hurt you yeah. and make mm -hmm. you feel bad because. That's the way they feel. Mm -hmm. So if they feel this way, I want you to feel that way the same way I am. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I agree. I agree 100%. And the one thing you said that was key, um, you have to renew your mind. Yes. Mm -hmm. a, um, in Romans, um, it talks about, in 12, 1 and 2, it talks about the renewing of the mind. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The whole thing, you've been, and I want to say this before we even really get into this, this is not something that's going to happen overnight. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. This right. Is not it's a process. It's a process. <laughs> it's a process. And it's a long process. And it's not an easy process. Mm -hmm. But thank right. you to God that he has put in place mm -hmm. a way to deliver his children. Mm -hmm. Yes. And the renewing of the mind. And, you know, I was, I was listening to Sister, uh, to Sister Patricia. And when... She was talking and she was talking about the renewing of the mind. Mm -hmm. It brought up meditation. Yeah. The mm -hmm. one thing that um, helped me with the abuse because I needed to know who I was in Christ. Mm -hmm. I my whole mindset to change I, instead of being that person who was abused or that victim. That's how come I, my statement is I'm an overcomer. I'm not a victim. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or I'm not a, a survivor because it, that puts the consultation that I still am going through something. No, mm -hmm. I'm an overcomer. Mm -hmm. And um, we have to understand that we have to get the word of God. Mm -hmm. The word of God is the only thing that's going to penetrate this mindset. Yes. yes. 
Yes. You get what I'm saying? Um, that mindset that has been imported into you. People mm-hmm. have constantly, and it, it's, it's funny because you have a residue over yourself That's when you right. in any way. Mm-hmm. And so people, what happens is you attract, you think you get out of one situation and mm-hmm. because that residue has not been cleaned mm-hmm. off of you, because that right. word of God has not washed you, you mm-hmm. get into another situation mm-hmm. that right. you're being abused. And, and it happens on every aspect of your life. Mm-hmm. Yes. You and abuse yes. comes forth. So it's very important that you get the word of God in you. It's yeah. very mm-hmm. important that your mindset can change. You know, yes. it don't have to be a thousand scriptures. Mm-hmm. It could be one or two. My two yes. scriptures um, that I used was uh, 2 Corinthians 10, 4 and 5. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We wrestle that mm-hmm. against flesh and blood. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, yes. it, it goes on to say, we cast down high imagination. Yes. High imagination, they nothing but arguments. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And we bring them into the obedience of Christ Jesus. That's right. My scripture was Psalms 118 and 17. I'm going to live. Mm-hmm. And so I die so that I can declare the glory. Yes. Those were the two scriptures that I set upon. Mm-hmm. Now I had um I read other scriptures, but my mm-hmm. meditation scriptures, anytime the thought of what somebody else said I was mm-hmm. that did not line up with God, those were the two scriptures that I leaned upon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um I start um I also had a hundred scriptures on um who I am in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now I didn't do all of them at the same time. But I had it in my stock so that when mm-hmm. I stopped feeling like I'm no good, mm-hmm. it was my fault that this happened to me. Mm-hmm. I would look at myself the way the father looked at me. Absolutely. Right. And I would read those scriptures, you know, I'm precious. I'm the apple of God's eye. Hallelujah. Yes. Mm-hmm. That I'm wonderfully mm-hmm. and beautifully made. You get you understand? Mm-hmm. Yes. Listen, my father loves me regardless to what happens in my life. Yes, I yes. So I started putting those scriptures in my mind mm-hmm. so that I would think of myself like God thinks of me. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes. and the thing is about it, we have to see, we have to see ourselves through the eyes of God, see ourselves mm-hmm. as how God sees us. And you, yes. you, if you mentioned that scripture about casting down those imaginations because mm-hmm. the enemy loves to subject our minds with negative That's thoughts. That's right. right? Yes. And, and it's like when we allow those thoughts to get in our head, we begin to speak them out. You know, mm-hmm. we and we begin Man. to accept the things that the enemy, those thoughts that the enemy has put in our head. Yes. And we begin to say these things and start believing these things that he said. Mm-hmm. That's right. Because we get what we say. That's mm-hmm. the point. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. and that's why you have and another thing why you why you're going through these thoughts, mm-hmm. you need to be careful of keeping your mouth shut. Absolutely. You, mm-hmm. can, you cannot say everything you think. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, right. You know, because I've learned that the thought can come, mm-hmm. but it don't have to stay. Yeah. Amen. And I give no life to the thought mm-hmm. if I don't speak the thought into existence. And, Amen. and the other thing is when, when the thought arises before you speak it out of your mouth, you have to begin analyzing where did that thought come from? Where did it come from? Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. You got re- to uh, realize where did that, where did it come from? Because it came from a place. Yes. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yes, it, I agree. it came from a place. And then one thing that we don't realize is that our mind is the battleground for the enemy. Mm-hmm. And see, if he can get into our minds, he got us. Because yeah, that means that he has control. So that's why the, the, the scriptures tell us that we have to put on the armor. 
You know, right. That's you right. Have, you have to protect clock. your oh mind, protect your heart. You have to protect mm-hmm. your whole being because that enemy is looking for a way to get in, to take control mm-hmm. of you. You know what I'm saying? That's right. so if he gets you, if he gets your mind, mm-hmm. he got your thoughts, he got the way that you see things, he got the way that you think about things, he's got everything. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And that, at that point, that's when you have to learn to take that authority back from him. Come mm-hmm. on. You have all authority. You have to take that authority back, you know, mm-hmm. and to, and like I said, and begin to cast out those very thoughts mm-hmm. that he has placed in your head. No, allow, no mm-hmm. longer allow him to have control over you and who you are and how Amen. you to think about things. Because Absolutely. like I said, Amen. you have to train yourself to think that I don't care what nobody said about you. Mm-hmm. You know, they can say what they said, but what do you believe? That's right. That's you, right. Know what yourself, mm-hmm. you can believe then <laughs> see yourself that the way that somebody's negative opinion of you see you. You got to see mm-hmm. yourself for who God has designed you to be mm-hmm. and who you know yourself who your true self is. And that's why God, and that's why, you know, God removed people's out of your life that are negative, mm-hmm. you know, because he wants you to be positive, you know, and not be doubtful about what God has said, you know, what he's called you to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I use the scripture, Psalms 27, the Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? Yes. You know, the, uh, the Lord is my strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? I don't have to come be on. afraid when the enemy come against me mm-hmm. because I come got on. a father who sits high and he looks low and he knows come my on. name. Mm-hmm. And all I have to do is call on his name when I need strength. Mm-hmm. All I have to do is call on his name because I know that who he says I am and who he has chosen me to be mm-hmm. is his daughter, a Zion that is in Christ. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not perfect. But I'm striving to be like God wants me to be. Amen. Yeah. Amen. And so we we gotta take those words and and that's why that's why we have to change our mindsets, the way of thinking, mm-hmm. the way we feel, you know. Mm-hmm. And and you know, we have to get that out there. It has to show on the inside as well as on the outside, Absolutely. you know, mm-hmm. to let people know. I don't you care about what people said about me. Mm-hmm. You know, what's what's in my past is in my past. In my past. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes people will bring up your past mm-hmm. when you're not even there no more. You're not there no more. Absolutely. I'm, Absolutely. I'm, I'm ahead of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the thing is, and for when it comes to, uh, you know, being emotionally abused, you have mm-hmm. to understand that's a way for people to have control over you. Right. Mm-hmm. And, lot, and if right. you don't know who you are, you giving them that power to control you. Right. Yes. And mm-hmm. you have to learn how to take, like I said, take that power back. You know what I'm saying? Right. You have to begin to stand up to the enemy. That's mm-hmm. it. And tell him, no, you know, no longer will you, I allow you to have control over me, to have control mm-hmm. over my thoughts or try to control who I am. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because, and then a lot of times we don't realize, you know, I talk about being conditioned a lot. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. People have conditioned us to be the way we are. You know what I'm saying? But it's again, it's about becoming self-aware of who you are mm-hmm. and stepping into who you are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Once you become self-aware and self-aware of seeing yourself how God sees you through his mm-hmm. eyes, because yeah. don't see yourself through the eyes of others. See yourself through the eyes of God because that's yes. what matters most. 
is that mm-hmm. you see who God has designed and created you to be. You know, because mm-hmm. people, as long as you live on this side of earth, people going to talk about you. They're going to voice their opinions about you. You know, everything. People is going to always see something wrong about you. But yes. you can overcome that. You know, if you've been in that place before and you allow these things to get in your head and cause you to be stuck in your head, it's time for you to change your mindset because you have to begin thinking differently. You know, seeing yourself Uh differently and not and not just seeing it and thinking, but walking differently, but you have to begin to live differently. Uh You know, and binding that enemy against everything that he said against you. Right. That's right. You, 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 have, you know, ahead. I just I want to say, um, you know, what to say? What did what did Jesus do? They talked about him. They beat him. They ridiculed him. They abused his name. Mm-hmm. Who are we? Mm-hmm. You know, right. we're we're just the ones that are stepping in the image of who Jesus, mm-hmm. you know, who God has chosen our, our what I say, our brother to be in Christ. Mm-hmm. We know that we have to go through the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, mm-hmm. you know, right. to, to get to God, you yeah. know, but there's some things that we got to go through. Mm-hmm. So whether somebody uh, talk about us or uh, ridicule us, we're not that there no more. We have to say, well, God bless you. God forgive them for they know not what they do, Absolutely. you know, mm-hmm. and we have to keep on going. Uh, yeah. I guess, um, the mm-hmm. one thing I want to say, and with this getting to know who you are, in Christ Jesus, the first thing you need to admit to yourself mm-hmm. is that you were abused. Mm-hmm. We got to get out of that denial state. Mm-hmm. You understand? Right. That shame. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. that shame and guilt. You have to admit you can. Nothing can happen until you admit that something mm-hmm. has already happened. Mm-hmm. No change mm-hmm. can come until you have admitted mm-hmm. that there is mm-hmm. a change to be done. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and and if you don't admit it then you won't go any further. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's very right. important that if you're in this situation, mm-hmm. your first step is to admit that you are mm-hmm. so that the change can come about. Mm-hmm. You right. know, it's something very key. It's a choice. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, mm-hmm. The woman of God kept telling me many, many, she was telling me this all the time, that it's a choice. Mm-hmm. All you do is make a choice. Mm-hmm. And it's a choice, and that thing used to aggravate me. I'm like, what you mean it's a choice? You think I want to be like this? I don't, you know, I didn't say that because I'm respectful to authority. But in my head, mm-hmm. I'm like, you think I want to be like this? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You think I want to keep this this situation going on in my house? But once I realized that it really is, it really a is choice. You saying that to hurt me? She was saying that if you want change, you have to change what you're doing. Absolutely. Can, you can't stay with, you can't do the same thing and expect to get different results. So you mm-hmm. have to make a change. And your mm-hmm. change lined up with what God mm-hmm. has yes. said. Not what man say, not how man think, not what um, you even say yourself. Because mm-hmm. you, yourself, you talked about the voices and mm-hmm. speaking, you know, speaking. We self-sabotage ourselves. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We got voices. You hear it's the voice of God. Mm-hmm. It's the voice of the enemy. Mm-hmm. It's your voice. Mm-hmm. Your, voice your voice, and you want to know what? Your voice is the most powerful voice, not the enemy. Mm-hmm. The enemy can't do nothing to you. He has to convince you to do it to yourself. 
Absolutely. So your right. voice is the loudest. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. why you do your mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because what you tell yourself is what you're gonna move on. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And uh, and my thing is because we're talking about abuse and neglect on tonight, I wanted to expose one other thing because um as we talk about emotional abuse, because we have people that use that infantilizing speech to make mm-hmm. you to make you feel small or make you feel some way about yourself, you know, especially being in an abusive relationship. That person's telling you, you know what I'm saying? You ain't, you know, you this, you ugly, you this, ain't nobody gonna want you. You ain't no good. Because they want to keep you stuck in that relationship with them. They want you to feel like you can't get nobody else. Or they try to tear you down so that you would think that you, you know, you make make you feel like you ugly and can't get nobody, ain't nobody gonna want you and stuff like that. But Mm -hmm. these are things that you have to overcome. Overcome right. that speech that they that's use. Right. You have to that's you have right. to over overcome it. And you know, that's why I say you have to be, I mean, just being careful because this, you know, people have a malicious intent. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know, they have a malicious intent, and they, you know, when it comes to you know being who you are and people seeing who you are and they feeling some type of way about you. You know, as I was spoken to you ladies earlier, you have to be careful because somebody will try to make you feel like, oh, you know, I'm not telling you that just to hurt you or whatever. I'm just trying to help you. But all, all intent, they, they have an agenda behind what they say mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. they don't want you to see yourself or who you truly are. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you have people that want to keep you beneath. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? They don't want to see you rise above. They don't want to see you walk in, in your true self. You know what I'm saying? Now walk right. in the things that God have caused you to. That's why, you know, and the scripture tells us that um, I can't think of the exact scripture right now, but that God will cause us to triumph over mm-hmm. these situations. And you got to oh, yeah. know that God will give you the victory over certain situations in your life. That's it. But you have those situations, you have to bring to him and he will he will bring you up he says to cast all your cares upon me because he right. and he, you know he yes. tells us that he will give us rest you know what i'm saying yeah so we bring yes. those things uh, bring those things to him if you don't know how to get yourself out give it to god right and god will make a way of escape for you to get yourself out yes but you got to be willing to get out you know if you're mm-hmm. tired of being broken you know what i'm saying in a broken state Give that thing to God. Mm-hmm. You know, tell God how you feel about. You know, a lot of times people are afraid to cry out to God. And my thing is, you may be in a situation where you you being hindered from crying out to God. But my thing, I don't care if you got to do it in the thought in your head and speak it to God. It's the matter of you think that He can't hear because you're not open up your mouth. Mm-hmm. You know right. what I'm saying? You still. Yes can give that thing to God because it says that he knows what's in our heart. He knows what, mm-hmm. what we need. So that, you know, that is so true. That is so true. I, I want to say this. When I was going to get my divorce and I was in that courtroom and you know I could hear the enemy speaking mm-hmm. that, and it sounded like my, my ex voice saying that you're stupid, you dumb, you ain't going to do this, mm-hmm. you know, um, you, you, you worthless. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I sit right there. I was dressed up, looking pretty and everything. Mm-hmm. 
But that didn't matter how I looked. It was what was going on in my mind. Mm-hmm. And, and in my mind, I can hear that voice. And I was like, you know what? Shut up. Just shut up. I'm going to do what I need to do. I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Just shut up. Stop speaking to me because I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. And so I got up when they called my name. And it seemed like the divorce wasn't going to go through because the, the, the judge said that we had to be divorced, I mean, uh, separated for two years mm-hmm. because my uh, lawyer made a mistake and said that we were separated for six what six months. Mm-hmm. I said, uh-uh, we've been separated for two years, shoot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 freedom, girl. Like, uh-uh. <laughs> so, you know, I got, I got my divorce on, on mental cruelty. Mm-hmm. And everything came with it. And even though he didn't buy the car, but everything came with it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I tell the Lord, thank you, because the enemy will speak to your mind. And sometimes it's not just the enemy. Mm-hmm. Like later said, sometimes it could be you, mm-hmm. your your voice. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the loudest. They're right. speaking, mm-hmm. you know, that's telling you that, you know, you're not going to do this. Mm-hmm. You come this far, but you're not going to do this. You can't do this. Mm-hmm. You know, you're too stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, you you think that it's the enemy speaking to you, but it's it's you telling yourself those mm-hmm. thoughts. And mm-hmm. we got to get from out of our head. You know, just like I said, I told it to shut up. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do what I need to do mm-hmm. because I know that God had told me to go and do it. Absolutely. And I did what he had told me to do and you know like you say the enemy speak mm-hmm. and like later say you sometimes you just have to get quiet mm-hmm. and be careful what what you hearing mm-hmm. and what you speak it out your mouth don't speak it out your mouth because you got to know mm-hmm. that if this is what god has mm-hmm. given you That's because true. the enemy can give you things too and sometimes it could be your thought mm-hmm. <laughs> that make you think that it's the enemy yeah. And it's really not the enemy. Mm-hmm. It's like it's the enemy making you think those thoughts in yeah. your head in to make you do what <laughs> make make you do what he had told you to do. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's on, all on you. Absolutely. Yep. So we have to be careful what we speak because they said the mouth speaks out curses. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like my my like I always say, my grandmother used to told me if you don't have nothing good to say. Keep your mouth shut. Where they used to say it, they used to say, zip mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Don't say nothing. Don't say nothing. So another thing, I mean, it just, I mean, just really dropped in my spirit. Can mm-hmm. I just say one thing? Because um, we are women of God. The scripture mm-hmm. says, what should we say to these things? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So we have to speak to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nothing is going to happen until we begin to speak the word of God against it. That's mm-hmm. all I wanted to say because it, it was bubbling. I, I wrote it down. What should we say to these things when she was talking? I went and wrote it down. What you going to say to these things? Right. Are you going to agree with it or are you going to come against it with the word of God? I'm more than a conqueror. Amen. That's what I'm going to say to I'm more than a conqueror. Amen. I'm more than the conqueror. I am who he says I am. Yeah, right. That's I, just, right. I just had to get that out. It was bubbling up in me. I just, go ahead, sister. Go ahead. All right. So <laughs> this, was, this was in my spirit. 
too, because when it comes to abuse and neglect, because and even we talk about emotional abuse, because emotional abuse can come from a place of jealousy. Girl. It can come yeah. from a place of jealousy. And so, you know, when you being uh, emotionally abused by somebody and you can be emotionally abused um, by somebody in relationship that, that you're in relationship with and they, it can be something about you that they see you being all successful and happy about things that taking place in your life. And if they in the state, and I'm talking about within male and female relationships, you can be in relationship to somebody that's literally jealous of you. And they can mm -hmm. cause you to experience emotional abuse because they haven't dealt with their level of jealousy. That's it. You know what I'm saying? And they don't want you to be more successful than them. And that way they begin to start emotionally abusing you, trying to get in your head and trying to make you feel some way about, about yourself. You know, I think they, they have another word for that called narcissist. Yes. Narcissist. Yes. You, you know what yeah. I'm saying? So you have to be, you know, we have to be very careful you, uh, of these things. You know, you have to recognize them. And sometimes you, in, in certain situations, you may have to call that spirit out. Mm -hmm. You have to call it out and address it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and you you take power over it and don't let it take power over you. Yeah. You know, right. and don't be afraid to stand up for yourself and call it out. That's you it. Know? You know, so you know, I, I feel like I had dealt with a person like that, you mm -hmm. know, a narcissist person. Mm -hmm. You know, it was always it's always about them, you know. Mm -hmm. And one thing about a narcissist person is when you're with them. They just want you with them. It's like they're hiding you. They don't want nobody else around when, when they're with you or when you're with them. Mm -hmm. It's like they're keeping you hidden. Absolutely. And uh, uh, that person is very jealous and can be, get very upset at times. Mm -hmm. So you have to be really careful. And they can also be very jealous at times. Absolutely. Some of them can have a good heart mm -hmm. and mean well, mm -hmm. but boy... You just got to be careful. Mm -hmm. You just really got to be careful. They can break your heart and they can lie. But I tell you, I, I like I said to that point, I deal with that. Mm -hmm. But I say from dealing with that, being hurt from that, mm -hmm. that person, it made me really get closer to God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It made me really question myself, you know, and ask God, what did I do? What, mm -hmm. what did I do wrong? I, I thought that you, you were sending me this. You didn't do anything wrong. I know, I'm just, I'm just saying that at that time, I was questioning myself. Right. Mm -hmm. I was questioning myself, okay, but, what did I do to but when I got closer to God and I had to learn that it wasn't me, mm -hmm. it was never me. Right, come on. It was him all the time, but it wasn't me. Mm -hmm. But like we say, our mind, the enemy uh, are coming in your mind to make you think that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's what we got to get out of that, that, that set mind of changing ourselves, And we got to speak those things mm -hmm. to be able to heal ourselves. Mm -hmm. That way we can, we can heal. I can heal from what I had those experiences and went through in my life mm -hmm. to learn yeah. that it wasn't about me because yeah. I am loving. I am caring. I'm a wonderful person. I'm a good mother. I'm a good grandmother, great grandmother. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And mm -hmm. I'm just loving. I, you know, I love on the people. I help others. Mm 
Mm-hmm. But I, I know when God, when God tell me to say no, I know when to say no. You know, absolutely. And when he tell me to sit down, I, I know how to sit down. Yeah. Come on. You know? All right. So, you know, and then another thing before we move from um, the, the subject of um, abuse and neglect, because I want to talk, <coughs> I want to talk about it from childhood perspective. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> from the childhood, I mean, because each and every one of us have experienced things and some sort of abuse in, in um, childhood. I know for me, in mm. my experience as a child, I experienced being choked and, mm. and molested as a child. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And, you, and we don't realize that these things take effect on us. You know, yes, we, and these are things that we take into yeah. our adulthood because they never being properly addressed you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying and that's even Layla was telling us earlier that she was taught to keep that a secret and not talk about it you know what i'm saying and me and pastor ward we did a segment on that talking about you have to speak out find that person to speak out and mm-hmm. tell it to you know what i'm saying don't mm-hmm. keep silent about it but find that trusted individual that you yeah. can go and tell it to but again you know just being abused from that perspective and a lot of times it is you know abuse when it, i mean different types of abuse not only just happened in in our childhood but it they have happened to us in our adulthood also because i remember experiencing as myself in a relationship with my kid's father, I experienced abuse. I experienced domestic violence from both of my kids' fathers. You know what I'm saying? So, and that, and not only that, that was mental abuse also. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So just didn't, you know, from childhood and then through and in adulthood, and you're and you constantly, we don't realize how these affect us and who we are. You know what I'm saying? And then we don't realize how it comes out in our actions and our behaviors. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And as we were talking earlier about when I tell, told you all I was reading one of TDJ's book and he said that you have to go back and address the things that happened to you in your childhood. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? You have to go, you know, if you ever want to know why you are the way you are, I, I, I challenge you to take a look back Mm-hmm. take a look back all the way to your childhood and look at the things that you have experienced and you mm-hmm. will it will help you understand that why you are the way that you are now how you know how you've been conditioned right be the way you are now and because once you can do that and you get an understanding of that then that's when you can make the life change yeah right. so you can make a life changing decision to be something different yeah. You know what, um, Tanya? Mm-hmm. That is so true. Because um, I told you the earliest memory I remember was five years old. Mm-hmm. Yes, I was um, molested, um, physical abused. But the one thing, I, um, because I was physically abused and sexually molested, mm-hmm. um, it affected me to the point that when I got older, it was like it never happened. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like 14 on, mm-hmm. like 14. So I was like 29. It was like it, it erased from my head. Like I had just totally erased it. I didn't remember. didn't know it happened or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, 
what happened was that um, I started getting these memories back. Mm-hmm. And, stuff. And, and this thing affected me so bad that I, I, I had a very bad suicide spirit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I told you I, um, I was in institution. Mm-hmm. Um, I tried to kill myself I don't know how many times. Mm-hmm. All from the abuse. You get what I'm saying? Being no broken. Mm-hmm. I was totally broken. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Um, I didn't have a love for myself. I thought I was ugly. Just it was it just affected me in so many ways. But when these memories start, because God brought it to the forefront so that I could be healed. Mm-hmm. And when I started getting these memories back, it devastated me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? At one time I thought, I'm like, am I going crazy? Because I know this didn't happen to me, but I knew it happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It was kind of strange, but I, like you said, I was muzzled to keep it a secret. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And with the secret, I actually had like put like almost amnesia in my mind. Yeah. And mm-hmm. my life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. went, yeah. I mean, school, church, everything in my life, mm-hmm. relationships, jobs, everything was about how this thing had happened to me and I hadn't dealt with it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And once I began to deal with it, my life began to change. Absolutely. Began to open up doors. But the one thing about this, you have to seek someone a confidence that you can speak to. You get what right. I'm saying? You have that pastor, that that mm-hmm. counselor, um, that Christian friend, somebody that you can speak to this and confidence to mm-hmm. help you. Yeah, because you, you cannot need walk around in silence and you can't walk around in that silence. Inside. No, you right. Can't, but the thing is, make sure you're giving it to the right person. Yeah. Because if you right. give it to the wrong person, they're going to use it against you. And That's then that right. cycle could. And mm-hmm. I, that's been my experience because I've shared with some, I shared with people that I thought that I can trust mm-hmm. to end up them using it against me. Yes. You know they took that pain that I went through and used it against me and began to mm-hmm. throw it back in my face. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So, and then, and my thing is, I've been in the place where, you know, when you talk about being broken, I've been in that place of being broken and was looking for help, right? Mm-hmm. But it was like I kept reaching out to the wrong people because the people that I was reaching out to me, they couldn't, they couldn't help me to be healed because technically they needed to be healed themselves and they didn't know how to show me how to be healed. And so all that they could tell me was, you need to be healed. Mm. Right. You see what I'm saying? So, you know, this is my, this is one of my reasons by bringing episodes like this to help Mm -hmm. those that have been in some of those places, maybe that I have been in or even something that I have not been in to understand how to be healed. I want to show them how they can be healed, the steps that they yes. need to make in order to receive their healing and be able to walk in their healing. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Because even though, like I said, our topic today was about broken, but not destroyed because Come we on. want to encourage somebody today to let them know, okay, so what? That that happened to you, mm-hmm. but you don't have to stay in that broken state. You can That's get it. up and still That's choose right. you. Come on, right. you can Come on, that. And, and still choose you, still choose mm-hmm. a life that you, you know, the life that you want to live, 
live it on your own terms. You ain't got to live your life according to the terms of others or the negative opinions of others, but you mm -hmm. can still get up and choose you and live life and live a better life. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Whereas you putting all this behind you. Mm -hmm. I mean, I and, and, it, and that comes, and it also comes with forgiveness. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. That's a key point right there. It yeah. also yeah. it also come with forgive. You have to forgive the situation in order to be healed. Yeah, yes, that's I it. agree with you. That's that's the key mm -hmm. point. Mm -hmm. and, I, and and all when you told me the topic, mm -hmm. the Holy Spirit kept telling me about forgiveness. Forgiveness that just kept popping up mm -hmm. to me because mm -hmm. forgiveness is not for the other person. It's, it's for, for you. you. It's for you to free you up. The mm -hmm. other person might not even um, acknowledge mm -hmm. that you are forgiven. Um, I had to go to that other person that abused me. Mm -hmm. Matter of mm -hmm. fact, I went to my ex-husband. I, I went to the other person that abused me. Mm -hmm. And when I went, I didn't go expecting them to accept my accept forgiveness. Mm -hmm. I went with my ex-husband, no matter how things bad and whatever he did to me, mm -hmm. I wrote him a 12-page letter. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I, in this letter, I told him, I said, listen, I said, it takes two people mm -hmm. to make things happen in a relationship. Yes. Mm -hmm. So I'm asking for your forgiveness for my portion of this, mm -hmm. but I'm giving you my forgiveness Absolutely. for your portion in this. And I mean, he he was he was upset with me. How mm -hmm. dare you? Mm -hmm. I'm talking about um, I need to forgive you, or and and you forgive me. What you forgiving me for? Mm -hmm. And you know, and I was thinking to myself, dude, I don't care about what you think. I'm you know, just doing. And it's me. like at that point, it's like whether you whether you accept <laughs> it or not. You no, know what I'm saying? Right. This is for me so that I can move on. But right. I'm like, right. I have to forgive you whether you accept it or right. not, or whether you you know you agree to it or not. I'm doing this for me, right? Because <laughs> we we have to understand that it's a terrible thing to walk around with unforgiveness inside of you. Because guess what? If you if have unforgiveness inside of you, it's gonna, we don't realize the damage that it does to you physically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Physically, yeah. unforgiveness yeah. can affect your health. When yeah. you walk around with when you walk around with all this bitterness and anger inside of you, it can begin to affect other areas in your life when you yeah. when you don't um, put yourself in a place to forgive others. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know, yeah. Even when putting yourself in a place to forgive people that you know don't even deserve it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. But you have to understand that the forgiveness is for you. Right. You know and you know what I was thinking about that forgiveness? Mm -hmm. uh, and this is very key is that you need to forgive you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. you walk around with this guilt and shame mm -hmm. and you need to forgive yourself. Yeah. The yeah. word of God says in Matthew um, chapter 6, it says, you need to forgive others so that you can be forgiven. Mm -hmm. And, you That's know, right. a long time in my life, I wouldn't forgive me. Mm -hmm. I forgive everybody else, but I didn't forgive me for nothing. Mm -hmm. if I did all of the but then, am I not a person? Mm -hmm. Am I not <laughs> somebody right. that should be forgiven? And once I begin to forgive myself mm -hmm. for some situations and situations, mm -hmm. circumstances, then God will be able to use me in a different manner. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that forgiveness is, we say it's for us. It is for us, but we mm -hmm. don't want to take out the fact that we need to forgive ourselves 
Because when you a lot of times you take on that burden, that guilt, that shame. Mm -hmm. It was my fault. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You give yourself. Let that thing go. Mm -hmm. Like you said, to God. You You know, when when my father had died, my father died in uh, 2013. He died of uh, lung cancer and throat cancer. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when he was in the hospital, we was planning on to go see him. And my daughter was going to go with my oldest one. Mm-hmm. She was going to go with me, but she changed her mind. And I was like, why she changed her mind? And the next thing I know, she came out and said, she said, she said, mom, granddaddy just passed. Mm-hmm. And all I could do was just drive right back around to the church where I was at and just sit right there. And I went in like, like I needed somebody to hug me. Mm-hmm. And my pastor, she hugged me. I told her what happened and she hugged me. But when I got back in that car, it was like the Lord was taking me where I needed to go. I needed to go mm-hmm. and to tell him that I forgive you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I did that. And I remember, I didn't even know where I was going. I, I just know that I was driving on the expressway, but I knew that the Lord was guiding me where to go. Mm-hmm. I didn't know where the hospital at. I just know my brother told me the name of the hospital. And he told me that it was on Western. So I was just driving on the expressway. Didn't really know where I was going, but I drove to Western, uh, mm-hmm. to Western Avenue. Mm-hmm. And I, I drove so far, I was driving on a one-way street and the police pulled me over. He said, do you know that's a one-way street? At a certain, a certain part of Western, when you go so far, mm-hmm. it turns into a one-way. Right. And the police pulled me over. He was like, you know, you're driving on a one-way street. And I was like, I didn't know I, I was trying to get to my father. My mm-hmm. father just passed and he was like, I'm not going to give you no ticket. Mm-hmm. He said, let's go back around the other way and go this way. And mm-hmm. that'll be the hospital. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I, I, <laughs> I remember I remember going in the hospital mm-hmm. and about I think about four people said, Kane, I, co- I told him I come to see my father. Mm-hmm. And they was like, he already passed. But I said, I need to see my daddy. I need to see him. Mm-hmm. And I think about four people came up there and talked to me. You want to see him? He already gone. You come to pick him up? I said, no, I didn't come to pick him up, mm-hmm. but I just come see him. I need to see him. Right. Mm-hmm. So they brought the nurse up and the nurse said, you, you, you sure you want to go see him? Mm-hmm. I said, I need to go down there and see him. And they was like, he already down at the basement part. Mm-hmm. I said, I don't care. I just want to go see him. Right. And so they took me down there and they stopped me halfway before we get to the more part. Mm-hmm. And I guess to, you know, uh, make sure that he was ready. Mm-hmm. And they asked me again. They said, you, sh- you sure you want to go up in there? I said, I have to go in there. I have to. Mm-hmm. And so they tucked me up in there and I whispered in his ear. I said, Daddy, I forgive you. I forgive you and I forgive myself. Mm-hmm. And I said, I still love you. Mm-hmm. And I said, just rest, go and rest in peace. Yeah. And you know, I, and I just left. Mm-hmm. I just left, yeah. and so I had, I had to do that. That's what I said. And the forgiveness is for mm-hmm. the forgiveness is for us. You know what I'm right. saying? Right. We have to it when we choose to forgive others, even when they don't deserve it. That's for us to release that from within us. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's for us to you know, and that's a point of releasing that pain from within right. you. You know what I'm saying? Right. When you go and 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 like a, a lot of times, my thing is you may not be able to reach that person or contact them, but the matter of just speaking that you know what I forgive them. It's mm-hmm. a matter of letting go. Right. Mm-hmm. 
let letting go of the situation, you know, no longer holding on to it, no longer holding a grudge, but honestly, deep from the heart. Because you, you know, a lot of times we say we forgive people, but we haven't fully forgiven. Right. So right. you had to mean it from the heart, whether oh, you say, yeah. God, I forgive them. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Or if even if you have to, like we say, write a letter and say, you know what? I forgive whatever, whatever, whatever. It's a matter mm-hmm. of doing it, though, because it's for your benefit, you know, not for right. theirs, but it's mm-hmm. for your benefit because people can people will go on with their life and you walk around still with all this inside of you. That's mm-hmm. right. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? That, that's, un, that's unhealthy and you walking around emotionally damaged. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you don't want to, you don't let go of what's ailing you. You know what I'm saying? You keep right. holding on to that situation. And the, the, the other thing that we do, we keep reminiscing over it. Oh, let that guy go. <laughs> let, you have to let it go. You know what I'm saying? And yes. want to move forward. And move and, on. And, and the one way to know that you have been healed from that situation is when you can look at it and no longer be affected by it. Come on. That's, that's it. That's true forgiveness that's right there. Right. You know what I'm saying? When you can look at it. And I remember I used to be afraid to tell my story. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Until even like when I wrote the, wrote my book, mm-hmm. I was kind of like leery about it. I'm like, you know what? Do you really want people to know all that about you? You know what I'm saying? But God and, you know, God gave me the strength to put it in there. Mm-hmm. He gave me the confidence and said, because that's who you were. That's not who you are now. Amen. You know what I'm saying? But I need you to share that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because what you put in here is going to help somebody else. So I had to put that out there, you know what I'm saying? And that was even when I didn't even know how family was going to feel about me sharing that, that, yeah. I, that I've dealt with that in my life. Because a lot of times the enemy will cause us to uh, experience guilt and shame. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It make you feel guilty. Like, well, you know, if I put this out there, this person going to feel this way. You know, you're mm-hmm. not really knowing how people going to feel about it. But it's about standing strong and telling your story. Yeah, that's right. that's so story, how you gonna tell it? You right. know what I'm saying? And that's so true because I had when I began to talk about this, mm-hmm. you know what happened to me. Mm-hmm. I had flashes from my family, real, real bad. Mm-hmm. To the point that people didn't even want to talk to me no more. Mm-hmm. Call me yeah. a flat out liar. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And the person was still saying no, and then it even got to the point that people said. Because I did this, that's why their life was not the way it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. I have family members tell me, well, you exposed this and, and, and this happened and and now we suffering for this. No, we were suffering anyway. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All of us mm-hmm. were suffering. Mm-hmm. Right. But the thing is, guess what? You free. <laughs> I'm free. You know, I'm free. Whether they say whether they believe it or not, you free. Right. I'm free. Amen. You know, I'm free. I- I know I used to feel that same way years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, what would my family think about me if I, you know, say those things, get those mm-hmm. things out? Mm-hmm. And I got to a point now where, you know, I, I don't care mm-hmm. because I know, I know even if some of my family that's on my page, they mm-hmm. may read this and they're going to read this. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I'm at a point where, you know, I don't care. I don't care. Because I, I know care. that things had been done. Mm-hmm. Where they when they was in the other room, mm-hmm. I may be I may have been in the basement, 
or something, mm-hmm. washing some clothes or something, my, my dad came down messing with me, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you but know, you it's know like... What? One thing, Pastor Ward and, and Evangelist Layla, the one uh-huh. thing when we talk about healing, mm-hmm. being healed from a situation, sometimes we have to speak it out. Right. Mm-hmm. Have when to you speak out and talk and, and acknowledge what happened to you. Mm-hmm. That's like uh, you can begin to experience healing in that way. We're yes. just speaking it yeah. out. You acknowledging that, okay, this yeah. happened to me. Yeah. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? If you believe it or not, this is what happened. I said, if you believe it or not, this is what happened. This is what happened. You know what I'm saying? This happened to me. I don't care Mm -hmm. what you believe, but I know that this happened to me. You know? Yes. So that's why, and that's another place of stepping into your healing when you can acknowledge Mm -hmm. it out. You letting that thing out out of you. You know what I'm saying? That when you, you, you open that thing up and you say, God, here it is. Mm-hmm. Here it is, God. This is what happened to me. Well, yeah. He already knows what happened to you, but he's waiting on you to come and tell him what happened to you right. so that he can right. so that he can heal the situation. Because as long That's as you right. hold on to it, he can't heal it. That's right. And my thing is, God can't heal what you want to address. Come on. <laughs> right. Come on. No, God can't right. heal. So you got to talk about hold on to. God right. can't heal nothing that you're going to continue to hold on to. Absolutely. So if you never speak it out, Guess what? You in a, you in that place called stuck because you steady holding right, this thing right. inside of you. You got to begin speaking it out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And not caring what who or what whoever feels mm-hmm. about it. You got to speak it out and acknowledge this happened to me. This yeah. made me feel this type of way right here. I, you know, and and my thing is we have don't we have to stop playing the blame game. That's mm-hmm. all. That's it. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Stop playing the blame game because guess what? Once you acknowledge that this happened to you, stop saying that this is why I'm the way I am. I know that's right. Because right. you know what I'm saying. But begin to speak different. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes, this happened to me, but because this happened to me, you know, begin um, to yeah. speak up how you see yourself mm-hmm. beyond that. You know, it's like rise above it. Mm-hmm. And begin yes. to speak positive about yourself. You know what I'm saying? Right. Right. I'm not because my thing is we're not defined by what happened to us. Right. I'm better than what happened to me. Yeah, absolutely. You have to begin saying that I'm not what I'm not what or who that happened to me. You know what I'm saying? That's right. This mm-hmm. is who I am. Like you said, Pastor, what I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. That's right. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You know, mm-hmm. and I and I, I think there's a part of my book where I say, "Am I the? Am I the? You know, it's I'm. I'll say it like this: We have to stop being the victim and become the victor. Come on, right. that's it. That's right. it. Mm-hmm. Right. Stop allowing ourselves to be the victim and become the victor. And right. you got, and that's what I'm saying. And you have to begin speaking that out, knowing right. that you that God has given you the victory. He has caused yes. you to triumph out of that situation right. because mm-hmm. a lot of people didn't make it out of being a That's people. right. That's and right. God has allowed you to make it out. That's why it, you know, when we talk about be, you was broken, but you was not destroyed. It didn't have the That's power right. to heal you because God yes. wants to use it. Yes. God's going to use the, the, that level of brokenness to help somebody else. And we don't realize that 
we go through stuff to help somebody else. That's right. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? That's right. All right. That's right. So my, you know what mm-hmm. go ahead. Go ahead. So my next thing, um, you know, we talk we talk about being broke, being in a broken state, or being. I mean, um, my uh, the thing was being crushed in spirit. Because I've been in that place where I felt like I was, I felt both, you know what I'm saying? Because of things that I experienced by people, you know, when we talking about the whole emotional abuse thing, about mm-hmm. people have crushed my spirit, you know what I'm saying? Where I was just ready to give up, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, when we talk about a crushed spirit, that's when somebody begins to feel sad and depressed. Yes, And because of some of the things that have happened to me, how people have tried to devalue me, they came against my character, they try to ridicule me, I mean, just attack me in so many different type of ways, I, I felt crushed in spirit, where I was like, God, I don't want no more to do with this. I was like, I'm done. I'm not, I'm, I'm not going back to church. I'm not doing this. I'm done. You know Man. what I'm saying? I was ready to give up. But when I tell when I was telling you all that I experienced my biggest my biggest breakthrough in the in the privacy of my own home, mm-hmm. when God when God came in and began to heal me right there in my living room, you know what I'm saying? Because I God knows I was ready to give up. I had got you know, I had entered into a little depression because of mm-hmm. the things that have happened to me, you know, and how people try to downtrodden me. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, we, you know, that's about, you know, when we talk about being crushed in spirit, my spirit, my, it's like my soul was crushed. You know what I'm yes. saying? Because I was like, God, I can't believe that these things is happening to me. You know, I'm this type of person. I don't bother nobody. I'm just out here trying to do the things that you call me to do. I'm just trying to, I, you know, I'm like, I'm in a point, I'm still trying to figure out who I am. You know what I'm saying? And I get people coming against me and I don't understand why they coming against me. Mm-hmm. But it's because of what they saw in me. Mm-hmm. That's what God began to show yeah, me. It's because of what they saw in me. And that's mm-hmm. why they begin to act out the way that they act. But it wasn't them. It was the spirit that was in them that yeah, caused right. them to act out against me. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? I'm up in the spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, the enemy, I said this to you all before we actually start recording. And I'm going to say this to you all again. Mm-hmm. The enemy knew that we would be uh, be soldiers for the Lord that will hurt his kingdom. Mm. He will throw to his kingdom. Mm-hmm. So the, the enemy from the from little girls mm-hmm. had to begin to crush our spirits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To try to hinder us from being what God wanted us to be. Absolutely. So, all this mm-hmm. stuff to happen to come in our lives, mm-hmm. but what that just like he forgot when they put Jesus on the cross. Mm-hmm. Yes, he forgot that Jesus yes. was gonna rise. They knew not what they was doing because Jesus was gonna rise again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was gonna um he was gonna die, rise again, and then be our intercessor. The same thing with us when he, when he's trying to crush our spirit. Mm-hmm. What he forgot was that we serve a God that even in our hopelessness. In mm-hmm. our personal, um, in mm-hmm. our trials, our tribulations, in that mm-hmm. time where we feel like we can't, His grace was sufficient for us. Yes. His grace is going to rise us from the ashes. Hallelujah! And every, Hallelujah. Every, every 
situation and circumstances that has touched our life will not yes. only be for that situation that we went through, but it would be for the benefit of the kingdom and to heal yes. others. Mm-hmm. You understand? Yes. Mm-hmm. It was to make beauty out of ashes. It was to make um, make sure that what, whatever happened to us mm-hmm. and all that pain that we experienced is mm-hmm. now help somebody else that's going through their pain and let them know, yes. listen, this ain't the end for you. Amen. Yeah. This that is just the beginning. For God's just the purpose beginning. and his glory. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yes. The money that we have. He has caused us to overcome. Mm-hmm. Everything Amen. I've been through is so that the kingdom of God can go forth. He said all things work together for the good of the Lord for mm-hmm. those mm-hmm. who have called according to his purpose. Listen, I'm like Paul. Mm-hmm. Paul, listen, Paul was like, hey, if I got to go through all these persecutions, all this downtrodden. Listen, I know that it's for the benefit of the kingdom. It's for the benefit of the kingdom, absolutely. It's for the kingdom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry. You have I to feel like I'm it. preaching, and I ain't trying to preach. Yeah, all. yeah, because I was about to say you. You know, you just stepped into your preach voice. She was about to go. You know, I was about to turn the mic over, Pastor Ward. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Well, you know, I, was, I, and then I was saying, you know, this is just the beginning. <laughs> right. I just, you know, in my heart, I'm full. And, I, I don't, well, yeah. I'm full and the thing is, the scripture tells us in Psalms 34 and 18 says that the Lord is near to the broken heart and saves those who are crushed in spirit. Mm-hmm. So God is right. able to mend our broken hearts. But yes. it said for the crushed spirit, this is when, you know, like I told y'all, when the sadness mm-hmm. and depression is God can save you got to know and understand that God can save you from that he can deliver yeah. you from that that's right state, that's right? you don't have to stay in there but you must come to him yes that's right you that's have to come. he said come unto me for my yoke is easy and my burden is light you know what I'm saying? so you have to we, we have to understand that these are things that we have to bring to him in order for him to heal them we have That's to it. turn it over to him. He said, like, again, cast our cares upon him. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Amen. So, but my, um, I even talked about one time, I think uh, on one other video about the spirit of infirmity, right? When the woman was dealing with the spirit of infirmity. Mm-hmm. And it was like, they, they were saying that how, the scripture was saying that how this woman, she would just come into worship on a, red, a regular sun, you know, Sabbath day, Right. Is they said that she didn't come in there asking for nothing, but God saw the things that was ailing her. Mm-hmm. So my thing, sometimes you just gotta come. That's mm-hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? You just gotta come, and and, and sometimes you don't even have to say a mumbling word, but you just gotta come. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because once you come, you gotta know that God sees it; He knows all. Yes, mm-hmm. and He's more able and capable. To heal the things that's going on that's inside right. of you. It, it, and that's then right. the thing is that the scripture tells us in Jeremiah 18 that's to talk about the potter wants to put us back together again. He wants to take those broken pieces together. Amen. He wants you to bring those broken pieces of your lives to him so he can put you back together again and yes. make you whole again. You know what I'm saying? you were before. Uh-huh, absolutely. And that's why we he allows us to have beauty in our brokenness. 
Yes. yes. Amen. Yes. Yes. That's why he allowed it because we bring these things to him and he began to deal with our brokenness. Yes. Mm -hmm. And as Elena said, he gives us beauty. He, he makes beauty from ashes. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right. So you have to understand That's that right. there's some beauty going to come out of your brokenness. Yes. Makes, when he makes you over again, because once he makes you over again, they say you are a new person, right? So come you, on. Can, you can be a new person with a new mindset. Yes. You know yes, because we know that that beauty lies on the inside as well as on the outside. Absolutely. Because yeah. you know? the inside, the inside is what that's have been hurt. Mm -hmm. Even though sometimes we can look beautiful on the outside. And and not really knowing, people can say, "Oh, you look so beautiful, you so lovely," mm -hmm. but you know you're looking good and everything, but you're not feeling. But you got to know the beauty is on the inside as well as on the outside. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. When you yeah. believe that, just like they say, when you believe that, when you believe in the Lord, when you trust in His Word, mm -hmm. you can yeah. believe what the people are saying to you. Mm -hmm. But you got to believe in yourself as well as believe in what the Word of God says. Absolutely. And trust in this word for your life. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, ladies. Okay. So, I mean, that's pretty much it. You know, I, you know, I want to, if you ladies have something, you know, very briefly that you want to say to the listeners to, and give them a word of encouragement, I want to give you that few seconds to go ahead and do that. Well, I would, I would just want to say to the women's whoever listened to this panel, be strong, be curious, and know that God is with you all the time. You know, you, you may have some tears that you may need to shed, but even when you shed those tears, I want you to know to get up, hold your head up, and know that God is with you. Yes. God is with you, even during the tears. Mm -hmm. They say weeping may endure for a night, but joy coming in the morning. Yeah. So remember, when you shed that tear, wipe your eyes and get back up mm -hmm. and know that the Lord is on your side because weeping may do it for a night, but joy is coming in the morning because mm -hmm. the joy of the Lord is your strength. Amen. 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 You took it right out of my mouth. That was my scripture. Weeping may do it for a night. That's okay. Um, what I want to say to, to the women that is listening today. Listen, it's already done. Yeah. That's our almost get up and done. That's it. That's it. <laughs> it's already it's done. It's already done. It's already done. Stand fast and trust them. It's already done. Mm -hmm. And my thing is, you got to believe that you are already healed. That's it. You just got to recognize ready. that you are already healed and walk in it. Mm -hmm. That's it. As, again, as the, our topic said, you was broken, but you was not destroyed. Yeah. So God, when God brought you through those situations, you yeah. know what I'm saying? He caused you to triumph out of those situations. You didn't lose your life in those situations. Come on. You was one of the ones that made it out. So you got to know that God has already healed you. You just need to walk in it. Amen. You got to accept Amen. that. He have, that He has already done the healing, has begun yeah. the healing. Like uh I was going to say Pastor Elayla, but Evangelist, oh, girl, wait a minute. <laughs> Evangelist Elayla said, it's already done. It's already done. 
I hear this in my spirit and I have to do it. I don't want to do it, but I got to do it. Um, there's a song that says, hold on, just a little while longer. Jesus will make you strong. Stop complaining. He'll deliver your soul. Pick you up. He'll make you whole. Hold on. Hold on to Jesus. Hold on. Hold on to Jesus. Hold on. Hold on, my sister. Hold on. Hold on, my brother. Hold on. Jesus will make you strong. That's what I want to say. Amen. Okay, God, God, I did it. So again, you know, hold yes, on. Hold on to the, the word of truth. When, the, yeah. when his word says that you have been cast down, but you have not yeah. been destroyed. You may be going through a situation right now, but you know that you got to know that it doesn't have the power to destroy you. Amen. 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 You can overcome Amen. any situation and circumstances that you're facing right now. I don't care if you're in a broken relationship right now. God can deliver you and heal you from it. Yes, he can. Mm-hmm. And he will. So I want to say... To our listeners, thank you for joining in on our topic on tonight, Broken But Not Destroyed. I hope that you was encouraged. I hope that it inspired you. I hope that it empowered you in some type of way that you begin to go forth and walk in your healing. You, I want you to know that you can be healed and made whole. God Amen. bless. Continue to have a great day. As in in our terms, have a great night. Amen. <laughs> Talk Amen. to you soon. See you next Amen. week. Amen. Using you moments of inspiration and empowerment and encouragement. Have a good night. Amen. Good, good night. night. Good night.